Well, howdy, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the third episode of this wild and crazy podcast, hence the name Cap Crazies. That, that is quite the name we have come up for this podcast, isn't oh, it? Oh, absolutely. And I'm Clayton. I'm Riley, and pitter-patter, let's get into it. You bet. All right, all right, all right. So, first thing, I don't know if you guys noticed, but the last episode we had a very special guest. It was uh, it was new sound quality, better sound quality. So I uh, hope hope you really enjoyed that, and we're seeing a guest appearance again today. What's that? A sense of humor or <laughs> <laughs> weekly dose of sarcasm? There you go. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of that, uh, the microphones. Uh, before we started, <laughs> first thing we did. <laughs> I I I was messing with the microphone. I was like, oh my my filter, this thing here sounds a little loose. So I was messing with it, and I, I unscrewed it, and it came off. And I was like, whoa. So I, I pulled out a little piece inside because I figured it was getting in the way. So this might be better or worse because I don't know what that piece did. Then Clayton grabbed his mic, and he's like, you can unscrew this? So he unscrews the bottom part, and it all falls down the bottom. He's like, oh, I don't have that bulky handle anymore. So <laughs> well, well, what's the saying you brought up before? Uh, farmers, what are they? Jack of all trades and master of none. <laughs> So I'd say that's uh, pretty fitting for for the good uh, good old intro here. Yeah, we uh, we're basically audio technicians at this point, yeah. far from a master technician, but but like we could probably teach a class on it. If oh, we had easily, to. like yeah, I could teach at least ten hours about audio. Uh, I could, I'm gonna fall back on that one real quick and I just could, say no, that ain't gonna happen. I'm I'm assuming from. From what other people say, I could probably talk for ten hours. I don't know. If I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you'd learn much. The content might not be there, but is what it is. <laughs> probably a few stories in there. No, did you? Uh, did you have kind of a crazy week this this week with spring and well, what, you know, whatnot? we we got all that. Was that this week we got all that drainage? Oh, was that last week already? I think this week was just a really long week, and I think it was still this week. Was it this week? I think so, yeah. Really? Right, yeah. Because we can only spray really on Monday and then on Saturday. Maybe Tuesday. I can't remember when the rain hit. But, yeah, that's right. Yeah. We, so we got about, on our yard, we got an inch and a half. I don't know. What did you guys get out there? I didn't even look. Oh, jeez. I think, I think right around an inch and a half, too, though. Yeah, it, it was a, a pretty, like, what, three days of rain. That's yeah. just about what you want. Right now, everyone from the States... Or Alberta, or Manitoba, or Northern Saskatchewan, is or just laughing because <laughs> inch and a half of rain for them is like it's it's not even like worth anything to them. For us, it's like talk of the year. Oh man, we didn't get an inch and a half last year, did we? In total? Uh, no, we did. We did? Yeah. Oh, two years ago was real dry. Yeah, it was two years ago, two and three years ago. I think we those had, were rough. I think three years ago some of our a little bit of our land it's uh kind of outside of that rain zone kind of you know how the clouds will follow a certain elevation you know they kind of follow a valley usually yeah and uh and this stuff is right on the edge of that and so i think it got like if it got half an inch rain all year that would be that would have been probably the most of it so it was fairly dry 
Yeah, we've had a couple a couple of dry years. This one's turning out to be a little bit of a wet one so far, but I'm not going to call anything as set. I It could dry up right away here. Well, yesterday um, sure was wet. Um, it was probably because the fitting broke on the sprayer <laughs> when I was filling up. So I went to close the valve on the sprayer, um, and boom, she exploded. And the fitting came off, so it, the water was still pumping. And uh, there's a little bit of chemical that came out, and uh, I got a nice little chemical shower. Well, well, so what was the content of your shower? Was it like a – oh, jeepers, oh, that's very unprofessional. Uh, so unprofessional. So it's unprofessional, horrible. yeah. Absolutely notification horrible. still on. Oh. So what did you get sprayed with? Uh, there is some Horizon. And uh, actually that tank was just straight Horizon. But it was going to be Horizon and uh, oh, Olympus. So no. we we haven't sprayed none of that. So do you is that a pretty chemical heavy? Like you put quite a bit of chemical in that tank, or is it a pretty potent chemical? You don't need quite as much. You you, you put quite a bit in there. Do, so. do you have it in a tote or in a couple of jugs? We just have it in barrels. Oh, you have it in barrels. Yeah. So you ever had okay. I don't know um, where all these chemicals are sold. Like, if they're not sold no, in the Octane. States. It was Octane. Octane. Yeah. That's kind of a rough go. It, you was, know, uh, it was fun. That stuff stinks. Yeah, it's not the best. But Horizon smells way worse. You know, what's um a one that smells real good? Well, we were spraying it the other day, and I was I was kind of... Was it Thumper? Does Thumper smell good? Mm. Uh, it's been been a couple of years since i've sprayed thumper so i don't even remember have you sprayed any liberty though this year no not this year man have you had to move those uh those uh cases with the two jugs in them no not the liberty they're they're 13.2 liter jugs and there's two of them yeah for uh our american listeners which do actually exist we can confirm um there is that's like not a big deal it's like uh three gallons i think okay because it's four to yeah yeah are you telling our listeners that that is a heavy lift for you no i i'm just saying like that's what if it's four gallons it's 10 pounds to a gallon right that's 40 pounds in one jug there's two jugs in there it's 80 pounds when you're moving like 15 of them at once your back knows about it it's not 40 pounds per jug. Are you sure? Like 13.2 liters? <laughs> That's not 40 pounds. Isn't it 10 pounds to a gallon? Oh, I don't know. Uh, toss her into Google. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the conversion. That's what my grandpa's always said. Of that stuff? Because that's not water, though. It's thicker than water. Therefore, heavier. Yeah, but then the, I'm assuming that the molecules wouldn't be so tight, though. Okay, Mr. College Degree. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless, they're heavy and a pain to move. Yeah, I believe it. You know, you know are even heavier? The barrels. You don't move those by hand. Me and Dad together. Oh, well, yeah, two guys. Well, yeah. How many elite hairs are in, or gallons, for the American listeners? Um, They can Google it. Um, <laughs> uh, how many, how many? They're about, I think they're 120 liters. 
120 liters. That's 30 gallons, which is dun, 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 300 dun. pounds. Ish. 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 300 pounds ish. 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 That, that's the key word. Yeah. It was a very rough estimation. That was all mental math. That's how I made it through all my years of schooling. Mental math? Is ish. Just answer. Just a rough estimate. Yeah, exactly. Even on English papers. Yeah. Never quite sure. Yeah. Yeah, you're out of school now, you lucky bugger, but. Yeah. Mature. Oh. <laughs> Everyone just laughed right there. <laughs> Colin Clayton mature. Oh. Well, well, I don't know about that, but. Yeah. Might, no. might be a wee bit of an overstatement, yeah. but. So anyway, going back to the getting a good old shower. Right, yes, we got so, on a wee uh, bit of a tangent, eh? So it's a good thing that there wasn't a whole lot of neighbors right there or I was by a highway because uh, <laughs> since I got soaked in chemical, kind of might have been spraying in my underwear. So, I, You know what? I feel like just chemical shower or not, that's the way you want to be spraying. I mean, the AC worked pretty good after that, so. You know... Like, oh, you probably went like does your does your sprayer have like a tank on top for a hand wash station? Yeah, but it's never full. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you had gone and filled that, you could have had a little shower. Or well, did you just let the chemical soak in or not? Uh, uh, it soaked in for a little bit, and then after oh no, hour or bit, then mom came out and brought some mom and my sister. Shout out to you guys, because I know you're listening. They brought out some water so that I could kind of clean myself off and rinse out my eyes. So, <laughs> Are, so you were you were ripping in the in the tr- in the <laughs> you were you were filling chemical, but at that point you were probably done pouring it into the cam handler into the tank. So yep. it was just water going in with a little bit of chemical in the hose. A little bit, so it wasn't even that bad. Enough to make your eyes hurt, though. Yeah, they were. They were. <laughs> they weren't feeling too good, but it wasn't like it wasn't like it was pure chemical or anything, but just a little bit of that back spray. So, oh well. I don't like to get any amount of moisture on me when I'm filling up sprayers. That's not really what you want. No, but I've had it where I'm even um, dumping jugs into the cam handler. Sprays and, uh, back on you. That also, but uh, <laughs> but just the fumes. Like if you're in the wor- worst spot, and the wind's coming the wrong way, even the fumes I've I found where my eyes burn a bit. Oh yeah. Yeah. The the thing is, like you, when you uh, like slam a jug down, and then you get a little bit of chemical on you, it's like oh, it's not that not very much. It's like, there's my retirement check right <laughs> there. <laughs> that stuff is so concentrated, man. Like chemical? Very concentrated. Very concentrated. More concentrated than I was in school at most times. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was so. never quite with it. But that is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, you can't win them. If, going back to what we said last week, if everyone was a winner, no one could be a loser. You calling, calling me a loser here? I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I ain't I ain't pointing fingers no direction, but um Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're gonna have to settle this off air then? 
Um, yeah, uh, just 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 cut this out, Riley. Let's have a little tilly. Eh? Yeah, rest of the uh, rest of the episode might get a little awkward here, but whatever. Yeah, we're just gonna be a little bit. It is what it a is. A little upset with each other, but whatever. So you know what? Just as we were uh, pulling this up, I was checking to see if my internet was working because we're kind of going off my phone's hotspot because we can't be dealing with Wi-Fi, right? I don't know if anyone else has this issue, but do you have better internet quality when you're in the field versus when you're actually at your yard at home? Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, well, it depends on the field, right? Like but. our farthest field, it's in the middle of nowhere. Like the least populated area that we farm in. I have like four and five bars, like the whole field. And yeah. then when I'm at home, when I'm upstairs, I'm lucky to get like two bars. Really? Yeah. I get I get a one bar, but I sleep in the basement. Yeah, in the basement, then it's like one bar of 3G, not even. It's, it's a rough go. Oh, fairly rough. It's a hard life, you know, like running without internet in the field. I don't know if I could do it. That's when you just uh, download, I don't know, the Cab Crazies podcast and uh, yeah, listen to that one off uh, internet. Uh, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Okay, so I, I Googled I Googled Combine at the start of this episode to test if my Wi-Fi was working. And what do you know? The first picture was, it's not even a Combine. That's like an that's a drawing of a combine. Well, it looks like a like a plot combine kind it, of. It's a pretty small thing, and then the title is something like image dot made in China dot com. So I don't Brought know what's to you up by with our this. tech guy. Yeah, this this is um I am the the real brains of the operation when it comes to audio engineering and uh, computer software engineering. In other words, cutting out ten seconds of the podcast where. In other words, he's pumping his own tires here. Yeah, tires are being moderately pumped is what it is. Although, what do you know? The second one is an S670. It's and that's like a T560 something or something like that. like that. Oh, S790 or whatever that The reason is. there's so many pictures of John Deere combines off the hop is because it's the rare occasion when they're actually working oh, and geez. up and running. So then they figured, oh, we better get a picture of them. Look at that. Look at all that stuff coming out the back. All the stuff coming out the back. You go to this case one down here. Oh, look, it's stopped. Because of their retro comma. It's stopped. It's not going. Well, yeah, they had to stop so you, they could get a picture of it. Otherwise, then it goes so fast that you can't <laughs> even get a picture of it. Goes so fast, seeding the field right behind it. Oh, uh, that one. No, don't, don't look at that. Oh, look at those red combos. Oh, look at that guy going. Well, you know, Ner uh, Clayton and I, we've always been a wee bit competitive about our combines. I'm a real... I, I, I enjoy an S-series from time to time. Or the uh, 9670 STS. I like those, like too. The, like the 70 series or the 60 series? 60 series. That They look pretty well the same, but, but uh, that's something I'd like to run. Those are pretty nice. Yeah. You don't like them, do you? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you think about them. But well, the, the thing I really like about the case is you can push them because you have that reversing rotor. You know, you only have to push a case because all the downtime they have. So you got to push in the rest oh, of the yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. I, I could rock an S-Series if... If a guy came up to me and like, hey, here's an S-Series, you want to just try it out? Yeah, I, I could do I mean, that. if someone offered and I had to try out a John Deere combine, I mean, I could do it. 
I could pull through. If someone was like, you have to run an S-series for the whole season, and if you can make it through the whole season without going crazy, you can keep it. Oh, I'm going to go crazy, but... Well, no, if you go crazy, you're not allowed to keep it. Ooh. You have to love it the whole time. And I can't say anything bad about it. You can't talk bad about it. And you have to wear a John Deere hat into town. But I'm a farmer, and I come from a Mennonite heritage, so complaining is, like, the best thing I'm good at. <laughs> and listen to that amazing college English. It's the best thing I'm good at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this is what uh, college education does for you, yeah. folks. It's Money okay. well spent. <laughs> I, I could run one of these. What even is that? Is that an old bison combine? It's a combine? That's a that's a that's a blue combine with red wheels. Combine together. What is that? Oh, those are oh. Those are a bunch of puzzles. I don't. I'm not really into puzzles. No. Personally. No. What about uh? What are you? What are your thoughts and opinions on gleaners? Gleaners. Gleaners. Oh, what's that saying? Uh, no paint, no problems. The mat. They look like you know. You get a can of peas from Walmart, and you take the uh, you take the label off, and you just left with the tin can. Slap a header on that thing. You got a gleaner, yeah. <laughs> Matt. Probably. Glorified cedars more. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, there's another saying about gleaners, like seeding the field. Oh, silver cedars. That's what they call silver cedars. Yeah, that's just efficient. Cause if you if you plant winter wheat in the spring. When you go through it with your gleaner, it'll just pick it up and spread it around nicely for you for your winter wheat. Oh, I mean, you're probably picking up more than the John Deere, but... In a gleaner, you can't even, like, say that a gleaner could be better than a John Deere. I don't know. I've talked to guys that, that just love their gleaners. Yeah, those are guys who someone, can't tell shingles from shoes. I was talking to someone, and they could get three brand-new gleaners for the price of two brand-new case. And yeah, but that's cheaper a gleaner. than John Deere. Why would So you could probably get like four gleaners for the price of two new John Deere's. Yeah, a two two for one deal. But would you rather be running two two case two brand new ninety ninety two what what's it, forty series now? Fifty? Fifty. Not two brand new ninety two fifties. Or would you rather be running three gleaners? Uh well. Now be honest. Uh, if I was running combines, I would do the case, but yeah, you would. But if I was, <laughs> nine times out of I was paying the bills, I'd just be in the green card. <laughs> I'd have the gleaners. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you, for the price of a a new six seventy, you could probably or a new seven ninety. Or, or as the, our news breaking coverage brought to you last uh, time that. And the pilot uh, episode was the X9 series. The, the X9. For the price of one of those, it's what, $1.2 million a piece is what I've heard. Kind of is what they're speculating. Yeah, that's kind of what I've... Imagine how many 1982 gleaners you could buy. Man, you could get the field done in one swipe with that, with that many gleaners. Well, $1.2 million worth of terrible gleaners. Yeah. Well, I have a friend that uh, his neighbors do about 12,000 acres. And they have four gleaner no. combines. No. Yep. New Good. or old? Old. No way. Yep. How are they a running operation? They apparently, like no joke, they're uh, they're from southeastern Saskatchewan. 
and uh, apparently like they'll get more done with the gleaners a day than uh, some of their neighbors with the new um, John Deere's. That's fair, just but because, how just because they had so many uh, tech problems with the new John Deere's. That's the way you th- new thing anything like. My truck has nothing electrical, like hardly anything electrical. Well, now it does. But, uh, like, coming from factory, it's got nothing really electrical going on in the engine. Like, there's there's not very many computers, whereas my, like, my mom's van, that thing's just packed full of technology. That's just a lot of things to go wrong, in my opinion. Because mm-hmm. it's, got, it's got power sliding doors. Like, those just go bust on you, you know? With some of it, though, some tech is good. Like I think on your sprayers and your uh, seating units, GPS. I <laughs> well, well we're, we're beyond GPS. Like, uh, that's yeah. like a or are you talking AC or what? <laughs> no, where are you going? I'm talking this? about like sectional control, variable rate, and um, and like with the John Deere sprayers, for example, um, the exact apply. And that's the, your nozzle by nozzle control, right? Yeah, and I think the. The Amazon sprayers have a version of it, but I don't think it's, I don't know if it's nozzle by nozzle. I used to think those Amazon sprayers were made up because I, I only heard about the them Panteras. from. The who? What? Like they're the, the self-propelled ones are the Pantera. Yeah, right. Yeah. I thought they weren't a thing. I thought they were made up because what was it Farming Simulator 2013? That was the first I ever heard of them, or maybe it was 2015. They had those sprayers in the game, and I was like, no way that exists. That thing looks stupid. But apparently that's real, and I'm just, I'm just, like, what? how there, do they look? There goes any future Brazil or European listeners. I mean, they look very good. Um, Pantera? They don't. Don't tell them I said this, but they, they really don't. They, they, look, they, look, they look really bad. Yeah. Anyway. They um, look like a yard, like... They look like our little pull behind our that we pull behind our garden tractor sprayer, like not something you'd have in the field. They look like something. Ooh, what is that? That looks terrible. I mean, like I was talking about the John Deere combines looking like they're built by, like Lego people. <laughs> now these look like they were built just from a lego package that that is a lego that is a lego set that i clicked on oh actually no yeah look at that amazon pantera 4502 lego scale model what and it hardly looks different than the real thing like that's how brick and boxy they are that's unreal the uh that's probably their original test design right there just took, took the Lego for the design yeah. called our day. <laughs> they learned from John Deere. They figured John Deere can can uh, have their green tax on everything. So uh, why can't Amazon? Well, the, it, you know, it's a lot easier it's to make a, a Lego set if it uh, if your thing already looks like it's built a Lego <laughs> so you can make money off of it. Yeah. I don't know. They look pretty rough, eh? Like, this is a brand new unit. I mean, that's... It just doesn't look right. I mean, maybe that's because we're North American farmers, and that's just like our sprayers have always looked different than that. I imagine if you grew up with this, this would Here, this, look good. Let's just let's just cause some controversy. We're used to normal equipment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we like equipment that doesn't look like it was built by a four-year-old with <laughs> only two colors of crayons. <laughs> Man, I missed I missed my calling. Could have just built Legos and designed equipment for the rest <laughs> of my life. <laughs> 
You know what another ugly you machine is? Look up the condor sprayers. Those are ugly. Condor. I've heard of those. We were already looking at some ugly machinery before, though. We we do like uh, those. Oh. I, 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 I hope you listeners caught that joke there. Some ugly machinery. It was a joke about the John Deere Oh, jeez. This, this looks like the Amazon just repainted. But you can fit a, a minivan underneath sure. it, so. What, 2,100 gallons, right? And I Are you serious? I think 160 feet booms. Are you for real? I don't know. They look pretty ugly, but a guy might be tempted. Yeah, click on the website. What are they? Yeah, the Condor Egg Fact. They they look like a um like an Amazon Pantera, but mm, can you buy them here? Or are they? Oh, I'm sure you can. I no, I've seen one of these. I saw one of these. Um, they're in Saskatoon as dealership, I think. No, I I was going south from Saskatoon once, and I I saw I saw it was driving, and then it went all the way like two hundred clicks south of Saskatoon, and then it I saw it parked there for a night when I went back up. Yeah, yeah. the trackpad don't work. You got to use the mouse. This is a high dollar operation here. Condor. Let's see. Do we cl- what's the click endurance? Because that looks fancier. It's probably the new model, hey. Oh, it's Agrifax. Yeah. I, I have no idea. Do they have fun facts on this website or what? It's oh, yeah. These sugar beet harvesters. They like, sell. Oh, like, like do they sell the uh, ropa? The ropa thing. Oh, I don't. Yeah, you can. Oh, you haven't playing enough farm sim if you don't know what that is. No, I haven't. That's a that's a European thing, I think. Yeah, yeah, you can buy these things here, but good luck selling them. Yeah. Like once you buy it, that's yours. Yeah, like a hundred. That, that's going in the though? coolie after. Oh, that's going straight to the boneyard once you're done with oh, it. Oh yeah. So you say one hundred sixty feet, twenty one hundred gallon. Yeah. You man. You could get a lot done, in a day. Probably could, I guess, you know. Eh. Why doesn't like the pay why don't they make like a hundred and sixty foot Patriot with the like, big old tank on it? Because really there isn't that much of a market. Because even hundred and thirty two feet you're kinda pushing it because there's a lot of guys that bust booms and they're only tw- hundred and twenty foot booms, so you know, you're saying you don't think the farmers around here could handle <laughs> handle that much. <laughs> uh, there's just, like, air drills. Like, it just comes to a point where they're just too big. That's like, true, yeah. Like the Borgo 100 foot? I think that would be... For for stuff around, there, like... Well, you couldn't pull it around here. That's the thing. You Well, you could from field to field, you mean? No, like, in the field. There's nothing that could pull it. Oh, we don't have the machinery, is yeah, what you're like saying. We don't have the tractors that could handle it. With, with our hills and everything. Yeah. You would need either really flat land or like, I don't know, a big bud or something. Like one of those real hefty big buds. Yeah, but the thing is the big bud has no um, no hydraulic pressure. Like the hydraulic pump isn't good enough. Or you put an upgraded one in there. Yeah, that thing isn't worth it. <laughs> and plus, big bud, the biggest one was what, 650? Is that it? I thought they had quite a bit more horse ponies than that. I thought it was like 650, maybe it's 700 and some. But anyway, I mean, the new case, 620, John Deere, 620. 
Bah, John Deere's not as good, though. Um, oh, well. They do not pull nearly as well. In your opinion. From, yeah, man, who cares if they the pull From the statistics up? and the infield experience that I've uh, heard from people, secondhand knowledge. Who who really needs John Deere? to pull a thing up a hill anyways? I mean, we don't we don't we don't live in the Rocky Mountains, man. Well, some of the land you might as well be on the Rocky Mountains. Yeah, we I I I've worked on a quarter two that's been a little bit dicey for the old steepness. Those ones, it's a lot better when you're combining them in the dark, because because you, you don't see what's going yeah, down. Yeah, you can't see what's going on. You can see right ahead of you, and you can uh, you're sitting way back in your seat because it's that steep. But you can't see how high up you are or how sketchy it is. And then once you're in the day or when, like, say you're seating it or spraying it during the day, then it's like, oh, wow, like, uh, huh, that was maybe a little dicey. Like, maybe I shouldn't have gone there, but whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. I I heard um a guy north north of town, it's, it's uh, some quite hilly fields there. He took his combine down the hill, uh, hardly anything in the hopper. And he said his his back tires were up off the ground, mm-hmm. so he was just riding on the header and the front wheels, and his back tires were about two feet up off the ground. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty sketchy. Yeah, we like, uh, we know someone that they were they had a full hopper, and they were they farmed some steep hills, probably yeah. somewhat like those, but uh, they're going down, and the full hopper alarm came Uh-oh. on, <laughs> and it was someone that operating that uh very very experienced but probably newer or not really accustomed to the technology like they're more old-fashioned yeah and uh like an older guy yeah and uh so the full hopper alarm went off so then yanked back and uh so they yeah the back tires were so high off the ground that they could walk under them i think no way and they had to let the hoses off the front cylinders on the feeder house and then they had to pull the combine down the rest of the hill with the tractor that's unreal yeah to get the least amount of damage done to it like i'm sure that they could have tried to drive it down a little dicey like he got thrown against the steering wheel i i wouldn't doubt it yeah like that's just scary hey yeah, man, that oh, did you hear about? Uh, it was a combine. Yeah, where he uh, he was going down the road, and going like twenty miles an hour down the I highway. Think, I think he didn't he set his coffee mug on the uh, on the park brake button, right? I've heard a couple different stories. But, like anyway, he hit the park brake button, going like twenty miles an hour, and for some reason those case combines don't have a fail safe for when you're going twenty miles an hour, uh, so. So it hit, yeah, there's no rebuttal for that. Uh, so it hit that button. All four tires lock up. And he goes headfirst into the windshield. And, and what what happened? The, it well, went way up because it, it had a 40-foot header on. Header smashed 45. the highway. 45? Yeah. yeah Holy so the moly. Header, the header went, or the combine went forward, and it smashed the header down, and the back tires went way up. And then the it came back down and the auger, bust. yeah, the auger came downwards. Is that bad? I I I never saw that combine in person, but I saw a picture of it. Whoa, it was in rough shape. Oh yeah, 
Like to say the least, the very <laughs> minimum. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that one was that one. I mean, he could have been seriously hurt, but he still got a chuckle from it to be to. Pull I bet that you off. he. I bet you he was quite injured. Yeah, he's probably had a couple of bruises. Twenty miles an hour. Um, uh, I think those ones go twenty-four. Twenty-four. Well, when you put it into road mode. I like bet you he was into road mode. a road r- mode button yeah. in the case. That's like a third speed, basically, right? Or right. is it a fourth? Well, you've got, in the case, you've got one, first, second, third, and fourth. And, and then, then road? Yes. Well, it's, the speeds are on a dial. So you, Oh, it's a dial in so the case, when eh? you, So when you stop, then you dial it, and then you click, 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 and then it goes to fourth. Oh. And then you lift, like when you have your header lifted up, then you click road mode. And then it shuts off all your, um, all your functions, so you can't raise or lower your header, or um, put your auger out or anything. So you can't mess that up when you're on the road, and then it goes faster. But the uh, the parking brake still doesn't have a failsafe. Yeah. Oh well. I would think over five miles an hour, there's no reason anyone should have to put on the park brake. Uh, uh, eh. Unless you were like, unless you lost all braking, how would that even happen? That mm. you could lose all braking in in a combine like that. I don't know. There's really no reason to to not have a failsafe. What do John Deere's do? Oh, I'm sure. I doubt it. If I was going 20 miles an hour and I hit the parking brake, it'd probably be like, dude, you're going way too quick. Take her easy, and then Tw- we'll think about it. 20 bucks if you do it. 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a what? What are those new McDonald's like? Hundred grand uh, or more? Oh, for a brand new one, I think. Hundred forty, hundred thirty. And I wouldn't really like to put new auger on either. So, because it would smash the auger. Yeah. So I don't think I don't think I'll be taking you up on that bet. Yeah, but those ones aren't new McDonald's at that operation. I don't think. I don't think they're brand new. I think they're they're, new. they're close. Close? They're pretty close to new. What are they? The seventy fives or the seventies? 70s, I think. I'd have to look. But if they're 70s, then they're old. Oh, then not that. They're 75 then. Because the 70s, I think the last year that they made them was 2011. I oh, think. oh no, wait, no, no, no. They're 75 then. Okay. They're they're all 40. You know, it's interesting. A lot of just about every farm will run a 40 foot around here, except for that that one, obviously that smashed that one. Yeah. But you run 40 foots. A lot of the people I've talked to all run 40 foots. Well, that can afford to run a 40 foot. They don't go to a 45, even even though they could afford it. I think it's just a lot to do with moving and also train. Like, there's a, a lot of guys that they could handle a 45 foot because they're relatively flat land. Um, and when you think about it, it's only two and a half feet on either side extra. So, contouring it's going to change it a little bit but if you have flat land not going to be a big deal but no. with moving down the road like a 40 foot in between signs and whatnot it's already like you're just about hitting on both sides yeah yeah well you're you're maybe helping out the railway with their signs uh with railway crossing signs and what the deactivated railways just help them take them down yeah maybe i i haven't driven much combine i, I i'm usually a grain cart operator uh, technician uh, serviceman 
Uh, but so that's where all this phone time comes in. Seems like the green card operators, it, whenever, <laughs> whenever they they you need them, they're on their phone. <laughs> well, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Okay. I I try not to be on my phone, especially if it's a busy field. But if I'm parked waiting for the combines to fill up, oh yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna. What else are you gonna do? Shut I'm not the, gonna stare into shut the, depths. the tractor off. Put your feet out the window. Oh yeah, that's your spits time. By the way, I don't know about you other farmers, but um, when I when I'm out in the field, I can go through a bag or two, like a jumbo bag or two of spits in a week. In a week. In a week. That's commitment. I can fire through those bags. I mean, like what flavor? Like, do you at least mix it up? Uh, do you yeah, just... it's usually seasoned or salted. It's about half and half. What about black pepper? You like that? I haven't tried it. Oh, it's is, it, is it worth a go? Like you have to have a lot of water with you if you're gonna go through a lot because. Oh, that's how it is with any they're spits. They're good. So, are you an old Dutch guy or are you a Spitz brand or are you a no namer? Actually, that's another one. You know, I'd have to say I'm more of a Spitz guy. I I am too. That's where the uh, black pepper is. is Spitz. Right. Yeah, I'm a Spitz guy too. But, you know who does um seasoned ones no dill pickle oh isn't isn't it like the walmart brand that everyone says is better no it's old dutch oh really yeah they they do it and they make the best dill pickle and apparently i didn't know this probably because they let them soak in real dill pickle juice oh i wouldn't know just to be cheap (laughs) they that's a canadian thing you know dill pickle if you go to the states i'm pretty sure you can't buy dill pickle or ketchup chips Okay, the ketchup chips, that's practically a crime to not have them. They, like, they don't what, have them in the States. I'm like, 100% what the sure. heck are you guys doing? Like, Donald Trump, on your platform for the next election, <laughs> bring in ketchup chips, okay? Okay, yeah. Ketchup You're, chips. But dill pickle, y'all are pretty smart down there for not having dill pickle. I, I could live without dill pickle. Yeah. Dill pickle. Yeah. What are your thoughts on sour cream and onion chips? Oh, th- those are, those are the go-to. I I like them too. A lot of people they're apparently good. say and they're they're like a crime against humanity. Yeah, you can't get them in the states. Okay, ketchup chips. That is. Yeah, ketchup chips are so good. They smell horrible, but they taste so good. Barbecue chips too. Like um, Ooh, Miss Vicky's. The uh, what are they like? The sour cream and jalapeno. Something like that. Oh, they're so good. So good. Y- y'all gotta go and. Go and find them. They're so good. I'm just looking at a list of snacks you can't buy in the States as I've fallen down this rabbit hole. You can't get Smarties in the States, man. That explains Alabama. <laughs> Pause for laughter. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do they get their education without Smarties? That's You Kinder can't su- get Kinder Surprise? Oh, yeah, right, because they're a choking hazard. But you can get a gun without a license in the States. Yeah, but that part's smart, though. That you can get a gun without a license? Yeah. I think there should be a little bit of screening before a guy's just allowed to walk yeah. in and buy like a thirty out six. Yeah. You know, honestly, if someone wants it bad enough, they're gonna get it. That's the thing. But we can we can save that for your political podcast. Yeah, yeah. We're not gonna touch on American or Canadian politics. Even though we're gonna maybe fire some shots here. You guys can't get coffee crisps. Yeah, that's. I'm not a big coffee drinker, but they're all right. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know. Have you ever Why? had Big Turks? 
No. I've never heard of that. That must be... But nevertheless, you can't get pink cream soda. Okay. I'm a fan of this stuff. So for all <laughs> Mennonites from southern Saskatchewan, you're going to know this, and you are going to have childhood memories brought back to you, and I guarantee you're going to go to your local co-op tomorrow and pick this up. Black Cherry Gold Pop. Guarantee your grandma had it for you when you were growing up. Like, one of the best pops ever made. I don't know if I've ever had that. I, I, I don't know if I've ever had that. Uh, we're going to need to revoke your Mennonite citizenship then. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we came here, it's always just been an ice cold Coke at my grandparents. you got to try the black cherry pop. I, I'll, I'll go From to my like local the co-op, co-op, and, the co-op and give her a swing. Oh, oh co-op so, gold. Yeah, it's cherry. so good. Is that kind of like Dr. Pepper? No, it's it's better. It's like black licorice flavored. No, that would be horrible. That yeah, I was gonna say. No, was, no, no. Like it's it's like black cherry. Like cherries. What more do you need? Like where where's the black? Okay, after this, let's go to town and get some. Yeah, yeah. I I I'll okay, affirm it, that it, it is, and we will update you guys. So next next week we will talk about how the black cherry pop was and and we want you guys to go out now if you're in the states obviously you can't buy it is it is it a canadian thing black i think cherry the pop? co-op no i think like oh it's gold. a co-op gold thing yeah so all canadians go out support your local co-op get the gold black cherry pop and i tell you if you're drinking that this harvest you're gonna have the best harvest yet like you are gonna be humming along to your favorite songs like no other I'm I'm gonna give you a little bit of a controversial opinion here. I think co-op pop, it's just as good as everything else. It's two dollars cheaper for a case of twelve, and I think it's just as good. Cause I'm I'm obviously very cheap, but coming from the John Deere guy who's all about name brand. Okay, that answer I, me this: kay. is is co-op cola just as good as Coca-Cola? Probably not because it doesn't have the addicting caffeine in it. It has. There's what? There's no caffeine. I mean cocaine. Remember like how Coca Cola like back in the forties. Yeah, how it had cocaine in it. <laughs> how? Yeah, how did that one fly back <laughs> in the day? <laughs> I don't know. What's it? Can you imagine coal mining on that stuff? <laughs> oh, you could go all night. <laughs> You're putting in twenty-six hour days. <laughs> <laughs> Your math just goes out the yeah. toilet when you. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! We did 180 bushel acre lentils. <laughs> you're sure you're not? You're sure you're not adding an extra zero there? <laughs> I'm sure of it. <laughs> you're. Just, can you? You'd be going like a mile an hour down the field, and it feels like you're doing five mile an hour. <laughs> or you're going like ten, and you feel like you're hardly moving. It's like I'm pretty sure this thing could go like fifty a mile an hour while it's combining, couldn't it? <laughs> I need to bring those back, and then just give them to the service technicians when they come out to the farm. Like here, quick, drink this, but then go to work. <laughs> your combine's back up and going in half an hour. <laughs> Man, if you if you if you took your combine went like twenty miles an hour while combining. You, and you took it even with like a reversible rotor. You take it to town, and they, they'll have a look at it, and they'll be like, "There is like ten thousand pounds of grain just in your concaves alone, man. Like it would be packed full." You would well, you'd plug your feeder hose first. Well, like we're talking. This is theoretical. Well, I don't. I don't I've this got is, tw- this is. Have you gone twenty miles an hour in a combine? 
No, but I plugged the combine enough. <laughs> 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 this is how you know I'm a, I'm just the guy who has to come clean up the mess. I don't get the joy of running one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Okay. So, topic I've been forgetting to bring up, but kind of segued into it with the uh, blast in your favorite songs on cocaine, Coca-Cola. <laughs> What's your go-to sing-along song throughout the day and, like, when you're when you're struggling to stay awake, like an attractive go-to song. You ever heard uh, "Wild Ones" by Flo Rida and I think Iggy Azalea? No. Sh- shall I give you a little tidbit? I'll I'll, I'll sing for you. Uh, we want to keep hey, our listeners. Hey, I heard you were a wild one. Ooh, ooh, ooh. If it took your heart to be a wrong one. Show me how you do. I wanna do it with you. Okay, that's good. Hey. Okay, yeah, I think now I think... that we've lost our fan base. <laughs> <laughs> now, what, what's your go-to if you're really struggling? Should have been a cowboy. Good. Toby Keith. I uh, I listened to that song yesterday. It just came on my. Spotify suggested. I hadn't heard it in years since. Oh, it's so good. Care to give us a little sing song though? I mean, like I even a brief one. I I gave a pretty lengthy one there. We just lost our vi- our our listeners. Yeah, we no, don't, no, we don't gain need, them back for us. We don't need to be taken off of the internet. We don't need to be de- <laughs> beating a dead horse now, do we? Yeah, they don't need to like take us off the uh, platforms that we're on I, it'd be like <laughs> i'd go to our anchor.fm like our, our home website and then it would just be this podcast has been removed for some terrible vocals <laughs> i'm sure that if i sang i'd be violating some community policy <laughs> on apple music <laughs> i can just about guarantee <laughs> they'd call it like abusive speech or something like that <laughs> Well, that's how you know. You think it's too tough out and your combine starts to rattle a bit and rumble? That's just no, that's just, the, that's just the combine telling me to stop singing. <laughs> Dude, man, this this wheat, she's just she's just perfect. But, man, if I have to listen to another 10 minutes of your voice, I might just yeah, go home. I, throw go home. a rod. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Combines are getting too automated now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they know when to tell us to shut up. <laughs> That's when you know you got too much tech in your combine. Yeah. When you're the one, when it's the one telling you to shut up. Like that's how it is in my truck. I just turn up the volume whenever there's something wrong. You don't have to hear it. It's like it's not an issue. Yeah, we sh- sure have crazy relationships with our equipment, eh? Yeah, I, I have an an emotional ta- attachment to everything I know. Yeah. But uh, speaking speaking of, of relationship, that excellent two wheeled mobility device I like to call a Segway. It uh, we're 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 a little bit past our mark we here. We are we are getting fairly uh, professional here, and uh, our sarcasm is maybe uh, heightened a little bit. It is what it is. That's what makes entertainment. Anyway, so uh, this week we are going to switch things up from Mr. Timothy Keller and Kathy Keller and Kathy. We do not know the relationship actually, yet. Actually, uh, my sister told me that they're man and wife she googled it or did she she did did the research yeah apparently she was a little bit like what the heck are you doing just research it so well that that's not our job well no our job is an entertainer so we're not researchers are we exactly the listener followed through and our our instructions to google it good good so So. well good on you clayton sister 
Yep. Well done. Yep. Yep. Now she's gonna be uh, gonna be giving me advice now for the next every single episode. So about what what um, like that there are actually everything. Okay, you know there are farms in upstate New York. I've been proven wrong. Oh, a, a viewer sure. sent me pictures of farms. Really? Yeah. And she was like, "Yeah, like you're an idiot." Yeah, she's like, "Yeah, you're you're dumb." Yeah. There's, there's farms there. I'm like, no way. She sends me a picture. I'm like, "Those are Amish. That doesn't count." <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, uh, it was pretty funny. Apparently, when you said, uh, "Like, aren't there just trees in New York?" It's <laughs> <laughs> all there is. Yeah. So, anyway, moving swiftly along, we're laughing too much again, we, and we really hope that you are. Laughing, laughing, yeah. Or straight face now. We're we're, we're hitting the devotional now. So oh, it's all serious in business. Now. Oh yeah, we uh we for, forgot the devotional at home. <laughs> um, by that I mean um, well we filmed this at well, my house, so we could cut that out. <laughs> um, I don't know if we will, because I can have all the power in that situation. <laughs> so this um, week. We are going to turn to someone else that is incredibly knowledgeable, insightful, and someone that is just overall insanely respected by everyone around the world. The great and um, well, well-spoken Billy Graham, who passed yes. away, what was it, two years ago? Something like that, yeah. It was a while back, but he, he was kind of known for rallying everyone, every sort of, every race, every background could all kind of listen to him and and uh listen to what he had to say mm-hmm. he he really knew what he was doing he could fill stadiums you can't say that about much pa- many pastors he was incredibly wise that's for sure yeah he, he he was well he well def- studied he definitely devoted himself to to his faith oh 100 percent. and so this week we are going to look at one of the questions that was asked of him which he responded and uh the question is talking about or asking him about patience in relationships and how today's modern culture is moving away from having patience and looking at god's timing and moving more towards having everything instantly so basically so our our viewer our viewer base is somewhere around 20 to 20 and up so basically he's talking about sex before marriage and um and like younger christians you'll see a lot of young christians get married fairly fairly early and i'm assuming you can guess what the reason is and then they don't end well because that's kind of all the relationship is based around basically yeah so yeah so billy graham i uh, we haven't re- i i haven't read this Clayton's going to read a, uh, a little passage of what he has to say. I, I don't know if you call it a passage, but a little bit of what he has to say. And, a bit, and I'm going to read another paragraph of what he has to say. We're just going to hand the phone back and these, forth. These are writings from Bill Graham. So he starts out with, Patience isn't easy for most people, but it is important to consider the needs and thoughts of others, especially in marriage, particularly when things are out of control. But we must also guard against selfishness. Patience is not simply teeth-clenched endurance. It is an attitude of expectation. The Bible says, be patient. See how the farmer waits for precious fruits of the earth, 
you also be patient. Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. And that's taken from James 5, 7, and 8. Um, so he continues, The farmer patiently watches his barren ground because he knows there will be results. He has patience in his labors because there is, there will be product, products of his labors. As we strive to live for the Lord, we must exhibit patience, knowing that our obedience to him will result in good fruits and that he will accept in eternity. As we strive to live for the Lord, we must exhibit patience, knowing that our obedience to him will result in good fruits that he will accept in eternity. Patience also speaks of a person's steadfastness when irritating or irritated or experiencing conflict. Enduring ill treatment without anger or retaliation is a fruit of the Spirit, referred to in Scripture as self-control, which you can find in Galatians 5.23. Our lives are to be characterized by patience. It is important in developing stable character and integrity. This is why God allows difficulties, inconveniences, trials, even suffering to come our way for specific purpose. They helped it develop the right attitude for the growth of patience in our lives. When you're struggling with this, ask God for patience and use it in every aspect of life. It will be a marvelous testimony to others. Um okay, you know you know what? Uh so Clayton actually went and read the whole thing. So uh let's let's just elaborate on what Billy Graham had to say cuz uh cuz I'm not very good at editing. I, I don't know if I know how to move things around. <laughs> so, uh, so cut that. Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, yeah, like he, he's, he's talking like it's, it's, it's quite important to wait in, in many scenarios. Like obviously marriage is a big one. Cause you really don't want to mess that one up. Cause that is that, just a world of hurt for everyone involved. That is to, uh, well, and especially when you bring family or kids into the oh, equation. That's just the – I think that's one of the worst things that can happen to mm-hmm. a kid is yeah. if, if a mom or dad leaves and they they only have one parent, they either don't have a mother figure or a father figure, either of which is really damaging. And that's – I always feel for people who have, who have lost a parent in that way. I would say the inspiration for this topic today would be how – uh, both Riley and myself have and uh, witnessed friends that maybe aren't as patient and maybe try and rush rush into a relationship because they desire that that connection to someone and they don't take the time to build their relationship with God before they try and enter into a relationship with. The way I understand it is... There, the reason a lot of people will rush into a relationship is they just kind of feel this this hole where some some needs to go, so they they fill it with a relationship, they fill it with well some people cars, loudspeakers and a new speaker deck, uh, uh like like some people maybe land like yeah some people fill that hole with land or or new machinery or money is a big one money is people will think money will make them happy this is just come back to the basis of happiness as a, as a whole like yeah. it we, we can try and go into relationships we can try to turn to sex we can try to turn to alcohol 
the drugs. drugs. At the end of the day, that falls into that bottomless pit. The only thing that can really put a cap on that pit of 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 unhappiness and seal it up for good and actually fill it, I think would be a better word, is is just if we turn to God and we we take His His values and and we make Him a big part of our life. Truly practice the words that He speaks. Yeah, if if that's another thing, if we if we say we're a follower of God and. Yet there's live no one action. way on Sunday. Live one, one like and going back to integrity, like we did last week. That's a bit of callback for you. Mm-hmm. If you're a different person on Sunday, and when you're even when you're talking to God, like if if you talk to God in the evening and you pretend that you haven't done all the stupid things you did in the day, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, God sees everything. So there's no point beating around the bush and lying to God, because mm-hmm. he he knows everything. Mm-hmm. Ha, you got there, anything to add there? Well, you summed that up beautifully and uh, even even brought back from our first conversation about happiness and how the impatience, a lot of it stems from that pursuit of happiness. From There's that hole and people have a pursuit of happiness to fill that hole, that void. And uh, that's where that impatience comes from. But then once the relationship wears off, once they're married and they achieve that that honeymoon then then they uh, they lose that that honeymoon feeling I guess right yeah once that that honeymoon phase wears off I hear pretty quick in our, mar- our marriage things can start to go downhill pretty quick after that if mm-hmm. if you if you're only in a marriage for that honeymoon phase for that having each other all the time uh, you could say yeah it's 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 not gonna end well I, I no way no way around it if if you're only in a relationship for sex that fleets away pretty quick mm-hmm. yeah I think one of the biggest things at least I've looked at in my own life is whenever you're pursuing someone it's uh i always look at it as okay i'm gonna pursue this this girl but i want to be patient about it like i'm not gonna rush things and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna try and just fulfill like make myself happy just by being in that relationship and like i've had some medical issues so i've really learned the value of short life and the value of never taking a moment for granted always needing to be medical issues is a bit of an understatement you you were in the hospital for quite a few days well just a couple days but uh yeah almost died so it kind of puts things in perspective as at any moment you can be taken so you always have to be always have to be ready to go and so you can't just pursue someone and stray from God and just think, okay, yeah, I'm going to do that. And then, you know, eventually, like, I'll get my life together. But for now, this will fill, fill my happiness. This will make me happy. Like, uh, speaking from personal experience, from um, obs- observing friendship, friends that maybe pursue a relationship 
just to try and make themselves happy, it doesn't end well. They for it for the first couple of weeks they're like this is awesome, but they have that person, they have that connection, they have that partner, and if if what they're after is sex, they get they they finally get that sex, and they and they they get what they what they wanted, and they they've got that. But the thing is, once you've got that, there's nothing more to get. Like, yeah. like eventually, eventually the new wears off, even on that sort of thing. Exactly. And yeah. it at and then it's just another thing that doesn't really make you happy anymore because mm-hmm. it's not with a person that you you've sworn your life to. Mm-hmm. Like, you're 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 in a rush to get to the the finish line. But the problem is, is that you miss the race in between. You're you're rushing to get into that relationship, and you think that that's gonna fulfill everything. But you miss the opportunity in between. You miss that that you miss that person that you could be with if you just take your took your time. Yeah, like that's that that's like the old. That's a that's a very good like. Like what? I enjoy the the drive more than the destination. Or, uh, or relating it to farming, like you're like with farming, we're, we're always in a rush to finish, finish harvest, finish seeding, finish spraying. Yet we met, we missed the beauty in between. Like just think of all those sunsets, those sunrises, the the nature that we get to be in the fields everything that all, all of god's beauty out there there's not many jobs where you get to see a sunrise and a sunset from your office I'm in not air gonna quotes pre- i'm not gonna pretend that i love sunrises okay i hate being up that early in the morning <laughs> absolutely hate it but if you can find the joy in it but if you can wake up and you can see that then that horrible morning and that horrible start of getting up and out of bed that early in the morning like nothing beats it and so i think we just need to slow down and just enjoy where we're at because you have to look at it as one thing i realized from my health issues um every single moment of your life that's where god planned you to be so you have to you have to enjoy every single moment whether it's hardships whether you're in a hospital whether you're out surfing on on the lake with your friends every single moment has brought to you every single moment in your life it's god, had, growth. god had planned for you so in your failures your worst failures your biggest successes god had had you go through those and so every relationship that you're in that maybe failed every taught you something yeah exactly and so we just can't get hung up on on that rushing, rushing, rushing to get there. Yeah, I yeah. do find like if you if you try and rush something and push and push and push, just because if you want to be in a relationship so bad, and you'll do anything to be, it doesn't matter who, or and it doesn't matter where, it doesn't matter when, as long as I'm in a relationship, and that's a big, it's a big thing in high school. Like if you're in a relationship, if you're not, it's a big status card i was too ugly to get that so <laughs> <laughs> going more by humor back in high school <laughs> but if, if you're pushing and pushing and pushing 
you'll miss like big moments if if you're always chasing like in your in high school I'm not gonna lie I or in earlier years of high school I I, I went past it a little bit in the last couple of years but I was pushing and pushing and pushing to try and see if I could find a lady to to like go out with and and have as a girlfriend and that was a big thing for me in high school so I I I, I that was like whether you were happy or sad was whether or not you had a girlfriend mm-hmm. and coming like now I'm out of high school I've had a couple months out on the farm just nice and the t- with the times when you can when you're really stressed like if you're in school writing a final exam for university if you can just slow down then you will that is the best feeling right mm-hmm. if you can look back in those stressful times when you look back at the rest of your life and you think of all those times where it's I can't make it through it well you did yeah you you've already you've already made it through a lot of tough stuff like it there's right? so like say you're in a relationship where you rushed it now if you're in a marriage I mean that's different like yeah like obviously you got to work through that yeah with with your spouse and God but if you're just dating someone and it's it's really not working out. Take a step back. You have to step back, like, like step back and think about it, right? Because you can't just kind of give her like that. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and now that we've kind of killed your mood, we we this this episode was a little bit more since we did not have the devotional. It's a bit more of Clayton and us talk, or Clayton and me talking. So take take everything we say with a grain of salt. We're not biblical uh, scholars, biblical engineers, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we've uh, we've definitely gone through life experiences that have taught us quite a bit. Now keep in mind, I'm 18. You're what 21 now. Yeah, we're far from the most experienced in life people, but we have been through a thing or two. A couple, two. few near death experiences have kind of, kind of caught me to thinking so yeah you've had a couple health scares i've almost been killed on my motorcycle once or twice yeah it and then you have to kind of sit back and think but nevertheless we're, we're coming up on an hour and 10 minutes here making this our longest episode ever so i don't know if you guys are like me but that's a long time to concentrate like in high school i couldn't even pay I, I wasn't even you know wealthy enough to pay attention let alone <laughs> listen for an hour and 10 minutes that that being said, um, for the devotional, I will leave you with a verse that um, I kind of came to mind. Um, it says, look to the Lord and his strength. Seek his face always. Now, that's the end of the verse, but I'll add, in all things, you, like, we, we need to be looking towards the Lord. Verse comes from? You know, that wouldn't be a terrible idea if so you want to write it. it so, uh, that is Psalm 105.4. Mm-hmm. Um, but nevertheless, I, I'll, I'll leave you with that, that one in Psalms. That... Um, what, what did it say again? Look to the Lord and his strength. Seek his face always. So no matter what we're going through, if it's a rough patch, if it is the best time of your life, you've just gotten married to the person you love, you've waited, and everything's going well, even even then when you've done everything perfectly, you and your partner should, should still look to God, and he should still be the center of your relationship. And that is the key to a good relationship in my personal opinion is having God in the center of it as a pillar so of now, strength. Thanks to Riley. Now this week we really hope that you guys 
and take a, a moment to kind of examine everything that you're going through and and really hopefully read some passages and uh, just kind of think of where you're at right now and uh, we know that you have tons of time in, in the world of auto steer so <laughs> oh by the way it is Father's Day so to all the fathers listening I know my dad is your dad might be I don't know if he's a big podcast guy but Happy Father's Day, Dad. Sorry I had to wait to the end of the podcast, but we really did get ahead of ourselves, didn't we? Yep. Yep. Oh, as, as far as the mouth to the head part, like my mouth is going a lot faster than my head is thinking, so. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But, uh, no, thanks for listening, everyone. Really, really uh, appreciate that. And, again, hope to build uh, this new farming community. So, don't forget to visit oh, us right yeah we we do have an instagram it is uh at cab crazies podcast twitter we are at cab crazies um yeah with that being said you guys have a wonderful week i'm riley i'm clayton and cab crazies podcast number three episode consider it done bye 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 <laughs>